Hi, I'm Ashley Wilson, and you're listening to my podcast, Recover Life, a podcast that delves into recovery, mindset, health, and wellness, as well as real talk, because heck, we all need that in a world that, I don't know, you can have filters and all sorts of other things. Uh, today, today's a little bit heavy, and I'm going to talk to you um, about something that could cause some triggers in people. So be mindful, today's podcast is going to be on the topic of suicide. And this podcast is going to be a little bit harder for me to to talk about. I, yesterday, a friend of ours, as well as a tenant that we have at our, that we had at our apartment complex, he took his own life. And it's something that I know that he was having a tough time in life, but sometimes when you see people going through something heavy, it's hard to really know how it's affecting them. And that's the hard part with life, right? It's hard to know how it's exactly going to affect you and what is going to be the thing that, that weighs the heaviest on your heart, on your mind, and in your life. I feel... I've had a low few days, a low couple weeks actually, let's let's be honest. And it, it was kind of an interesting thing. I was sitting there thinking about it and kind of doing a, um, as Caroline, Caroline Leaf likes to call them, a mental autopsy of just how I was feeling. And I came to the realization that I do better when there's a big stressful event and when life is sort of mundane and calm those are the things that I have the hardest time processing and being okay with and it got me thinking like what is it in my brain that is programmed to like chaos and I I don't think that I know that I'm not the only one who feels that way I help lead a recovery group at our church and I've been in recovery meetings and I've talked to several people who have traumatic backgrounds and um, this is a pretty similar common thing for people. And it, when you hear someone discussing these heavy thoughts, when you hear someone sharing these heavy burdens that they have or the struggles that they're going through I want you to take a moment and I want you to think of how do you respond does it make you uncomfortable do you distance yourself from them do you give them um, just a quick response of oh I'm sorry that you're going through that or dismiss them or Or if you are like so many of us, do you forget to even touch base with them? To forget to text them, call them, reach out. And I'm not saying that it's your responsibility or my responsibility or anybody else's responsibility to, uh, like, a person ultimately at the end of the day chooses to feel how they choose and chooses to go through what they go through. But there are neural pathways that we get stuck in 
and we get trapped in and we're better together we're better in community we're better with friends we're better talking about these things and there's something that actually neurologically happens in our brains when we discuss these things with people and uh, I'm still learning about it I've been just trying to figure out why I feel the way that I feel not that I currently am suicidal but it is something that I have struggled with through the years especially as a young girl and um, it was just to feel noticed just to feel seen is why some of the the cries you know some of the um, attempts were and it was very half-hearted because I, I I wanted to live I really truly did but I felt really lost and hopeless and I felt like nobody cared whether I lived or died and and then as I got older my um, suicidal ideations were more or less of I'm just gonna live this extremely reckless life and I'm just gonna party and I'm just gonna um, do these risky behaviors and and put myself in these really dangerous situations because I don't care what happens to my life so I'm just gonna live it as reckless and to the air quote fullest that I possibly can um, in hopes that maybe it ends and then you know fast forward to 2015 when I wasn't uh, sleeping very well I had a very uh, tough postpartum depression Um, I had a kid that was needing to be held for 10 plus hours in a day if not more and we had to rotate my husband and I shifts of sleeping Um, And that was just a really dark time. I was isolated, I was sleep deprived, and I was dealing with hormonal imbalances and and things like that that uh, I didn't know how to process. And I was suicidal, and it was really dark. Um, And now my, the places that I get, the ruts that I get stuck in, the low points is when I'm, trying to do my best and I feel like it's never enough and I know there's so many people out there that feel that way and um, I want you to know you're not alone and there is help and there are people who care about you and and I it's really easy to listen to that those tapes in our head that say we're not enough and the world would be better off without us but I I have to believe that that I'm here for a reason that I'm here um, for a purpose and so I am seeking out those, um, I'm fighting for my mental health and I know that it's worth it. And I know that we, I may not be making sense and I apologize because I still am processing what all this means. And, um, yeah, so suicide is something that has been in my life. Quite a bit. I had a best friend uh, who overdosed in 2004, 2005. I don't remember exactly. And then another friend who took his own life. Um, he was such a happy, happy, kind-hearted young man. And um, and then we had a youth group kid take his own life. And I've had several friends overdose um, and just really reckless behaviors and struggle with depression and. Recently, we had a, a youth group kid. I used to help out with the youth group who took his own life. And then um, our friend, he was a father and uh, he took his own life yesterday. And so it's something that we're impacted, we're affected by this. 
and it's time that we break the stigma, we start talking about it, we start listening to people, we start acknowledging that their feelings are valid and important, and we don't gaslight them, that means kind of um, making them feel wrong for having these feelings, uh, or undermining them. We don't try to change people and how they feel because how you feel is how you feel and that's your truth for that moment and allowing people to to be in that truth but then just loving them through it and um, you know I watched a movie on Netflix that talked about suicide I won't give the name of it but uh, it was a really hard thing for me to watch and um, but one thing one of the characters said was we don't like messy and I think that if we become a culture that is okay with messy that allows messy to happen that allows realness to be seen realness to to take part where we are comfortable with being uncomfortable and not having the answers it's it feels really helpless when you hear someone say i want to take my own life it feels like it's it's terrifying And I I think it's easy for us to want to fix them or to change the subject or to try to make them feel better. But sometimes all we need is is just someone to listen to them, to listen to maybe the feelings and emotions that they're feeling. Uh, Because when I was in my dark, one of my darkest mental periods of my life in 2015, um, there was a few select women that allowed me to share the scary, really terrifying things that I was feeling. And um, that, that really helped me to be able to, to process and to get that off my chest and to be heard and seen. And um, obviously, you know, I made it through. I, and I still cling to that hope. I'm just in a place right now where, where I'm struggling and um, I'm going to be okay with that. And I'm going to allow myself not to move through this too quickly. I'm reaching out to people. I am looking for a therapist at this time. I am uh, staying connected with people, talking with my husband. I, yeah, and just trying to take care of myself physically, mentally, spiritually. And um, I'm going to, in the show notes, I'm going to reference some a suicide prevention hotline number and uh, if you are struggling with thoughts of suicide or depression or just need someone to talk to please reach out to someone um, yeah and if there's someone who is having a hard time just just love them just let them know that they're seen let them know that they're heard and especially with all the craziness with the coronavirus right now just be kind you know, people, people are going to respond and react differently and uh, it's going to trigger different fears in them or not. And someone might say something that you don't agree with or you think they're overreacting or you have your own thoughts and perceptions about if it's the government or if it's not. But my hopes is that whatever you're going through, whatever your, pers- your uh, opinion is on this, I just pray that you're kind. Just be kind. Be considerate. Be gracious, be hospitable, um, 
yeah and just let people know that it's okay that they if you don't agree with with what they say um you don't have to participate in that conversation you can choose what conversations you're a part of and choose what conversations you're not going to be a part of and at the end of the day um just be really really uh intentional about what you say and um yeah just just check your check yourself at the front door you know check your intentions and yeah i hope everyone's doing well and um you know staying safe and just being mindful of healthy safe uh sanitation practices and um yeah i I hope i hope this podcast finds you in a good spot and if not that's okay and i'd love to hear from you and please reach out i'm going to reference like i said in the show notes uh, a number to call if you are struggling 